Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Corinna, and you're listening to the She Did It God's Way podcast. Where we talk real life, real faith, and keep it real relatable. Corinna, how are you doing? I am doing well, Courtney. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Can we tell the listeners what we've been going through for this episode? Oh my goodness, y'all. <laughs> We are we are trying to work this thing out, and the enemy is busy, okay? So um, busy. <laughs> so, guys, we had recorded a whole episode, and it was so good. It was an hour long. Yes. And me trying to be technical engineer, but that's not my expertise. Somehow, I uploaded it and added it to the previous episode. So, that episode was like an hour and 30-something minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and unbeknownst to me, I didn't know, but Courtney was able to catch it. And so we figured that out. So if you listen to that very lengthy episode, we thank y'all for hanging in there with us through our technical difficulties. But you know, we worked it out. God is good. Oh my gosh. I want to thank Beth, who even was so sweet and brought it to my attention that she was like telling me that the episode was so long. And I was like, oh, it's not supposed to be. Um, so <laughs> if you guys did listen to that other episode, um, thank you. Um, but I hope you stick around for this one, which is actually the real episode, um, <laughs> that is going to be up, but it's, yeah, us trying to record this second episode has been quite challenging. So I think that means that you guys are really going to get something out of it because we're having to struggle so much, but I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be recording again. I think I think this one may even be better than the first one. I'm gonna say that. We're gonna yeah. I'm gonna pray that this one's even better. Yes, yeah, say second time is, is a charm, or that's what they say, right? So I'm it's gonna, gonna have to be extra <laughs> extra special. It's gonna be extra special. Oh, it's gonna have two to episodes be. in one with us, y'all. We just thank y'all so much, you know. Oh my gosh, so much love, so much support, even for those who listened to the first one. Thank you. For those of you who came back to listen to this one, thank you. Um, I'm just, anytime someone says they've listened to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, because you can put something out there, but to actually have the support of people, that that really means a lot. So yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of like you just had a baby and, and you you want people to say that your baby is pretty because some yes. people don't some people don't say that. But then when people actually genuinely say, You have such a gorgeous, beautiful baby, you're just like Oh, well, thank you. That's how we feel about our podcast. So y'all, thank y'all for really like listening. Um, thank you for all like the um, mentions, like in your stories about the podcast. Like we truly, truly, truly appreciate all of your support. Absolutely. Also, so since we're recording on a different day, <laughs> um, how was your week before today? What did you have a good week? I did have a good week. Um, you know, this week was kind of, it started out good, and then, like, 2020 is just, like, throwing a whole lot of punches, you know. Yeah. People passing away. That was kind of heavy, you know. But I would say the highlight of my week, other than us dropping our first episode last week and people listening, was the Erica Badu and Jill Scott versus battle last night. That was the highlight of my week, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I definitely felt like... um yeah, when you hearing about the passings of so many people and just what's going on in the world, I think it was really nice to kind of come together um, with like 700,000 other people to just 
listen to some good music and um it was it was a it was really cool i really enjoyed it yes it was amazing i literally wrapped my hair up like erica badu no you didn't i I did i sure did my cheetah prince head wrap i sure did um had my hoop earrings in you know i the only thing i did not do i didn't have any incense and i forgot to light my candles but i tried to be you know very erica (laughs) badu-esque with my you know head wrap and everything I was trying to catch the whole vibe wow yeah I did not do all of that (laughs) but I did I did tune in from like seven to like 10 ish and then when they were having their troubles with Erica trying to get her back on that's when I was I I dipped out the club and um I went and took it on home but it was it was really fun it was cool and um it was definitely for the aunties, but I, I got my life. Yes, yes. For the aunties, and then I'm a niece. So, you know, the aunties and the nieces were in the house. It kind of makes you feel like, you know, when you're younger and, like, the older people are talking and then you kind of, like, have to go sit with the kids. But then you get to the age where you're kind of, like, get to be in there kind of, sort of. You know, like, you're in there. Yeah. And you just get to, like, be in the room. It was good to be in the room. At the adult table, because when I was younger, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, we had the kid table. And I was tired of being at the kid table. But when I turned 13 and I could sit with the adults, oh, baby. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I felt now. It's like, ooh, I can relate to their songs now. Like, I'm I'm grown now. Who were you rooting for before we came, um, before it started? Were you team Erica or team Jill? So the thing is, they are both, even though they're like Neo Soul, they're both different. Like, excuse me, y'all. So me and and you had talked earlier. Erica, I love Erica Badu, okay? But Erica has her own planet. Like, Erica's on her whole planet, you know? Um, And I really didn't even, like, go into it with, like, okay, who got the best, like, songs? Who has the best hits? I went into it just for the vibe of it all. Like, so I didn't really, I really didn't have like a person who I wanted to win. Um, there were some songs that I wanted to them to play, of course. Um, but in terms of like who really won, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you that. Yeah, I, I am partial <laughs> because I love Jill Scott. Um, so I was there for her. I mean, I like Erica Badu, but I just know more of Jill Scott's catalog. Um, so at same, I wasn't keeping score or anything, but going in, I definitely was like, yes, Jill. Uh, <laughs> um, but I can't lie. There were a lot of songs that Erica Badu played that some of them I weren't familiar with that I definitely ended up adding to a playlist. So it was, it was just a cool moment and they showed so much love to each other. Like it wasn't no beef or anything. It was just, no. it was really nice. It was a cool way to end a Saturday. Yes. And it was just like just seeing black women like empower each other and they were like congratulating each other on their like various um songs and their catalogs and you know just showing love and support for each other during their very long careers in music that was just such a beautiful thing and for me I think like it just kind of elevated my mood a little bit not say I was like in a bad mood but it just kind of like lightened the load yeah and so it just kind of reminds me that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so, like, that versus battle was, like, right on time. It really was. It really was. It definitely helped lift my mood. It gave me something to look forward to because, you know, during this time, 
sadly, sometimes it can feel like there's not many things to look forward to. You know, it's Mother's Day weekend. I'm not home like I normally would be. So it it was cool to be like, girl, I'm going to the concert tonight. You know, right. <laughs> have something exciting. So um, I thank Timbaland and um, Swiss Beats for coming up with this whole idea because basically we get to be in like some really great concerts um, for free. So. For- for the free, yes, because I'm on a budget, okay? <laughs> so I got to see Erica Badu and Jill Scott in one place at one time? And they're coming to my home? For zero dollars? Okay. Okay, okay, I'm there. Yeah, it was and great. the crazy thing is, like, it was, like, over 700,000 people on their live. Like, they sold out stadiums, y'all. Like, that is so, such a beautiful thing. It is, it is. Okay, well, we will move on, because I know some people are like, girl, we don't want to hear it. <laughs> We don't want to know about that, and that's okay, because we're going to go ahead and jump into our podcast. Um, Corinna had already kind of talked a little bit about what we're doing today. Um, she had the great, the great idea um, for us to focus on mental health this month, um, and I was like, yes, let's do it. So the way we decided to kind of share is we're going to share our kind of stories of our mental health um, journey and what that's looked like and hopes that it inspires you guys or comforts you or at least lets you know that you're not alone. Um, so Corinna, do you want to go ahead and start with your, with your story? Yes. So first let's jump into some stats. So yes, facts. Um, yes. Yeah, so facts. Okay. Facts. Pull so, out the receipts um, as they would say. Yes. Yeah, pull up the, we're going to pull up some receipts. Okay. So <laughs> um, for those who don't know, who don't really know me yet, I um, have a bachelor's degree in psychology, and I'm also a middle school counselor, and I'm in the process of getting my LPC, which means that I'll be able to be a licensed professional counselor and be able to do um, therapy with my own practice one day. Um, But one one in five people will actually have some type of um, mental illness, um, well, not mental illness, but something that's going to disrupt their mental health. Um, so last week, uh, Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child, who I think is such an amazing soul to be vulnerable, to share with millions of people in the whole world, her struggles with depression, shared an amazing post. And what she was saying is that everybody has mental health, just like everybody has physical health. Mm-hmm. We all don't take care of our physical health. I, I won't lie. I'm not the most consistent when it comes to that. Um, and just like we don't take care of our, our physical health, there are people who don't take care of their mental health, right? right? However, mental health and mental illness, they're on a spectrum, but they're not the same. And so often within our community, so when I say our, I, I can speak for Courtney and myself, the Black community and the church, we do not talk about mental health mm-hmm. and mental illness enough. There is a stigma that comes with that. Um, you get to talking about depression and anxiety. It's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. We ain't talking about that. Let's change the subject. Or, you know, there may be somebody in somebody's family that may have a mental illness and you're like, oh, we just know that, you know, he just a little touched. You know, that's what they say. He just a little touched, you know. But we don't talk about what got them there or how we can help them to be better. Right. And so you're only as sick as your secret. So it's important for us to really kind of, strip the stigma of mental illness and mental health so that we can empower each other. So in her post also what she was saying is that we all have bad mental health days. Yes. 
that doesn't mean that you're, you know, completely out of your mind. It just means that you may just be extremely stressed. You can't think straight. You know, you're feeling nervous and anxious. You may not have anxiety, but you're just having those things. You're just having a bad mental health day and that is okay. Um, but she also said something that was so like powerful. She was saying that there are people that have a mental illness, but they have great mental health. And mental illness is when um, you're not able, it interferes with the way that you connect and communicate and interact with people. And it also affects the way of like your daily functioning. And so with me, I've had bad mental health days and I've also had, I've also battled mental illness. So for me, I remember being younger and like struggling with anxiety. I went through a lot as a child, a lot of dysfunction, a lot of like ups and downs and things like that. And so I think the way that my brain processed things was to worry. Um, well, what's going to happen tomorrow? Why did this happen? How can I make it better? Like, did I make it worse? So my mind just started to constantly be like infused with fear and I was sort of scared to talk about it. I just figured, you know what, everybody gets anxious and that's that. Um, but as I progressed, I tried to suppress it. And so when I got to college, I developed social anxiety and I used to hate walking around in big crowds. So like I went to Winston-Salem State University, Ramley, go Rams. I used to go there and we used to have this big area called the breezeway. So all the students would hang out there in between classes or if you were skipping class like myself sometimes, that's where we would go. We would hang out there. But I used to get so petrified with like all of these people. Like, what are they thinking about me? Are they, are they talking about my shoes or my outfit or my hair? Like, so I would make it a point like if I had to go through the breezeway to go to class I would make it a point to find different ways to get around campus without having to go through the breezeway when I would go to class if I didn't know people which you really don't know people like that when you go to college um, I had my own set of friends but of course we were like different majors so we weren't always in the same classes so if I didn't know somebody in a class and we had to do a group project I honestly would stop going to class because it's like, I don't know them. They don't know me. I don't really know. I mean, I, should, I know I should just ask them, should I be in the group? But I'm kind of nervous. I don't know what they're going to say. And so I would stop going. So it got to the point where I was like failing classes, not because I couldn't do the work. It was just that, you know, I was super anxious mm -hmm. and I was really scared to tell somebody about it. Um and the thing with like mental illness and the thing about um, mental health is that things begin to spiral. Yes. So if you don't take care of it, it spirals and you can't, it's like, instead of running away from it, you're kind of running right into it, but it's like, now it's become this big mm -hmm. entity, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I would say like 20, between 2010 and 2012, I was dealing with someone, well, they were my ex, like me and my ex were dealing with each other, whatever. We broke up, but I was still like, up to him we i know we all know that feeling I'm so, so sorry. you know yes i was so like stuck to him i could not let it go so that whole back and forth thing was like wearing heavy on me i was still dealing with anxiety and not just like social anxiety like with school and people but just like like nor like just in regular crowds like even amongst like family and friends like oh my gosh like i'm just super nervous and i don't know why um and dealing with things back home it just got to a point where I literally was like, I'm having a mental breakdown. And so I was at school and I called my mom and I said, mom, 
you got to come get me. And I love my mom because one, she never was like, well, why? Like, what's going on? Like, you're not sad. You're not depressed. You're not anxious. Like, she didn't make me feel bad for knowing that there was something that that, that was, I'm not going to say wrong because we assume that if somebody has a mental illness, there's something wrong with them, but there's something that's not functionally functioning correctly. And my aunt also came and she's a retired counselor. And so I was like, listen, y'all take me to some type of facility or something because I know this is not who right. I am. And I know that it's affecting the way that I'm living and I, I don't want to be like this. So I voluntarily went to a um, behavioral health center in Raleigh and I um, did a, an intensive outpatient program. So pretty much I went from like 8, 8, 8 a.m. to like 2 p.m. Monday through Friday for three weeks. And there it was like group, it was a lot of group therapy. Um, I did like kind of a little bit of individual counseling. And I also spoke to psychiatrists about what was going on. Um, so through that process, I really understood that I wasn't by myself, like millions of people, millions guys, not just you or anybody else that you know, millions of people are walking around with mental illness or struggling with their mental health because they feel stigmatized yeah. because they don't want that, that label. That was me. When I went to the program, mind you, I was still in school. So I, had, I did tell my teachers so that I wouldn't, you know, get F's or anything like that. I was still doing group projects virtually. I didn't tell them because I wasn't in their business, but <laughs> I was still working my behind off. But at the same time, I was focusing on making sure that I was the best Corinna that I could be. Um, but I remember telling my mom, if my friends call me, um, tell them that I'm sick. Like I did not want her telling anybody because I did not want to be late. Crazy, right, right. That is so stigmatizing. It's so... It makes things worse because it's like people are going to assume that I'm crazy because I went to a mental health or behavioral health center. And it's like I had to get to a point where it's like, no, Corinna, you can't focus on what other people think about you because the, the longest relationship you're going to have with anyone is the one you have with yourself. So figure yeah. it out. Like you getting help should not be something that people judge you for. And if they do, guess what? They're not the people for you. They should not be in right. your circle. Um. And so after that experience, I was young at the time, y'all. This was like 2012. I was like, oh, okay, well, I went to this program, you know. Uh, they did give me medicine to make sure that, like, you know, I wasn't depressed. I wasn't, like, super anxious or whatever. And me being young, I'm like, oh, I'm good now. But mental health and taking care of your mental health is a continuous thing. It's just like brushing your teeth. You have to brush your teeth every day so your teeth don't rot, Right. And so fast forward, maybe two years later, I still wasn't taking care of myself. I was still, I still had these habits that were not conducive to healthy living. And so um, it kind of, it happened again. And I was like, you know what? This is like God, this is what God's way of saying, you need to get yourself together. I can't do a good work in you if you're not going to be an advocate in your, in your healing. Um, and so I went back to my psychiatrist. I was like, hey, listen, I know that like I was supposed I was supposed to follow these recommendations and I didn't. And so, you know, we got back on track with that. And then I started going to therapy. And that honestly was like probably the best thing that I could have ever done. Um, because the thing was I just needed to talk about some things. It was like there I had wounds that was still hurting. 
that were causing me to feel depressed, that were causing me to feel anxious. Um, and I needed to talk those things out. And so I think that was like the best thing that could have happened for me, even though like that whole experience over those years was like, you know, it was scary. It, um, you know, it felt like I wasn't going to make it out of there. It felt lonely. I would say that is where God did his most amazing work in and through me to the point now where I can talk about it without feeling judged or without feeling like, oh my gosh, what are you right. saying? Because we don't understand that when we are vulnerable and tell people what we've gone through, that we are empowering other people. I saw something yesterday that said our obedience is tied to somebody else's destiny. Ooh, that's really good. That that is so deep. And so my thing is like, okay, well, me not sharing what I've gone through as a Christian, because the first thing that that we hear about is you need to pray. You need to pray it off of you. You need to give it to the Lord. That is all great. I'm a I am a fervent prayer. The fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. I truly believe in the power of prayer, but I also believe in the power of health care as well. Okay. And that brings me to a scripture that I want to reference. So John chapter 14, verse 12 says, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the father. So this was when Jesus was ascending back to heaven. When Jesus was here, he was the healer. Everybody came to Jesus. Everybody wanted VIP passes to get to him. People were doing everything in their power to get his healing touch. But Jesus knew that he was not going to right. be long. Therefore, God put people on this earth. He put therapists, psychiatrists, psychologists, and lots of people here to help you, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, to help you to get to a place within yourself where not only are you healthy physically, but mentally and spiritually as well. So don't be scared to go out and receive help if you need it. Like that's what God has people on this earth for. They're angels truly. Um, I'm so thankful for my therapist. I love her. <laughs> you me. did love her. I, I really do. I look, <laughs> yes. Y'all, when I lived in Raleigh, I used to tell Courtney about my therapist all the time. I'm like, girl, let me tell you what, let me tell you what Camille said to me. And I think it's important too that if you are wanting to go to therapy, because there's some people who don't necessarily need medication. If you do, that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Just think about somebody who breaks their arm. They need a cast in order to, their arms to heal. Or people that take um, insulin, they need that to maintain their health. So taking medicine is not a bad thing, guys, especially if it's going to give you a life that is fulfilling and that is stable and that helps you to live life in the best way possible in the way that God has called you to live it. Nothing wrong with that. Um, therapy. There's nothing wrong with therapy either. You don't have to be crazy to go therapy. Therapy is a lot about unlearning mm -hmm. some things. Therapy is more like you sitting in the mirror and reflecting on yourself. Like ther therapists don't tell you what you want to hear. Therapists are going to help you to work out things within yourself. And so um, I think it's essential if you want to find a therapist. I'm going to give you guys some resources. So psychology.com is probably the most um, amazing tool to find a therapist. So it allows you sort of like online shopping in a way. So, you know, like if you go to your favorite website or whatever, 
and you're looking for a cute dress, you can like um, narrow it down to like price. You can narrow it down to um, occasion, X, Y, and Z, right? So with psychology.com, you're able to go and find therapists in your city. You can narrow it down to race. Um, you can narrow it down to their theoretical orientation. So they have therapists who who are um, professionals at counseling, but they also incorporate faith into their practice. Um, you can narrow it down to something like male versus male and female. So you can cater your counselor to what you're comfortable with. And I think that that's so essential because when you go to therapy, it is going to be the most vulnerable you're ever probably going to be in your life. Other than when you go to um, the throne of God, you're going to be, it's like, it's, it's like you're, you're bare naked in front of somebody you don't know. So you want to be comfortable with who you are sharing um, yourself with. So yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my story, y'all. That's my little story <laughs> about my about my experiences. Um, and like I said, as a Christian, I know it can be difficult to be to kind of feel like you are bearing this cross and bearing it by yourself. And it can also feel frustrating to be like, okay, well, why do I have this? Like nobody asked for a mental illness. Nobody asked for them to struggle with their mental health. Um, but like the Bible says that in our weaknesses is where God's power and strength is made perfect in us. Um, and so don't ever feel ashamed about the cross that you bear because we all have a different walk. We all have different journeys in life. And if you allow God to allow you to be strong enough to say, Hey, I need help. He's going to help you to walk through that process, whether that is through therapy whether that means that you you decide that you may need to go um, to a behavioral health center, or if that means you need you feel like you need to be on medication too, it's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I'm just here to tell you that if nobody else tells you, I'm here to tell you that I support you and I love you for even deciding that, hey, I need help other than the help that I'm giving myself. Absolutely. And I think kind of just piggybacking off of that um, and your great TED Talk that you just shared with us, on your experience. Um, I meant to read these facts at the beginning, but I feel think like it's pertinent now at the end. Um, these are just some mental health facts in America. Um, this is coming from NAMI.org. I mean, it says there's 43.8 million adults who experience mental illness in a given year, right? So there's one in five adults in America experience a mental illness. Nearly one in 25, which is 10 million adults in America live with a serious mental illness. And one half of all chronic mental illness begins by the age of 14, um, three quarters by the age of 24. Just a few more things I just thought was really interesting. Um, one in 100, which is about 2.4 million American adults ha have schizophrenia. Um, 6.1 million American adults live with bipolar disorder. 6.9, which is about 16 million of Americans live with major depression. And 42 million American adults live with anxiety disorders. And the reason I want to share that is because just like what Corinna was saying is that sometimes you can feel alone or you can feel like no one else gets it. Or, you know, maybe you're like, I feel like I need help, but I'm too scared to get help. And I think for us, I, I'm going to speak on both of our behalves. We both just want to support you and your decision um, because your mental health is important. Um, especially in these times more than ever, I think if there are outside sources that can help you, 
definitely take advantage. Um, Karen talked about therapy or getting in contact with people who can help you. Of course, we know prayer is most important. Being connected with God along the way, absolutely. But God has also blessed people to have expertise and knowledge that can also help us. So we want to tap into every resource that's allowed for us. Um, so I I just want to support Corinna. I want to support myself and you through all of this just to say, know that you're not alone. Um, there's millions of us dealing with different types of mental illness and that hopefully this podcast on this one and the one we're going to do next week will encourage you to, if you haven't sought help before, go out. There's so many different things. Um, psychology, like she just mentioned, what was it? Psychology Today? Psycho I believe it's psychology today or, or psychology.com. Um, there's also Talkspace, um, which, and there's probably many other apps as well, where nowadays you don't even have to necessarily go to the person and sit down in their office. You're able to connect right there in your living room, your bedroom, wherever you are over the phone. I believe you can text them, call them, FaceTime them or video message. Um, I've never used the service, but I have heard really great things about it. Um, so if there's talk space or something else out there, um, you guys should definitely look into that as well. And I just wanted to kind of end with the scripture. Um, this is John 14, 27, and it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world does. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So if you are someone who like us deal with mental illness, um, anxiety, depression, with whatever it is, know you're not alone. Know that God's peace, he's left with you, which means we can tap into that anytime. Um, and also to pray for discernment, to let God lead you to a good therapist, let God lead you to that help that you need and know that if no one else is telling you, we're rooting for you. We're rooting for you here at, at the yes. podcast. I'm Yes, we are all rooting for you on this side. So um, just know that your your virtual friends are here and we're supporting you because we, we want to get better um, from the inside out. And we know that um, yes. helping us with our mental illnesses and finding the help we need is, is going to be so beneficial. Um, so I just wanted to add that, add that in. Yes, yes. And I have one more add on as well, guys. So um, if you are feeling like, okay, like my mental health is starting to spiral and I need some assistance, like we said, there are those websites. There's um, Talkspace. There's also the app BetterHelp. So that is also a tele-counseling app. But you can also text oh, yeah. crisis counselors. So you can text, you can text home. So text H-O-M-E to 741 741. Again, that is text the word home, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. Or you can call 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255. And those resources are available at the tips of your finger, just through text and calling. And they are anonymous. Um, and there's somebody on those lines that's 24 seven to us. Karina, can I mention this? I know we're about to move on to the next thing, but God literally just put this on my heart and I want to share this. I would say if there is no one in your life who you feel like you can talk to, definitely use those resources, dial those numbers that Karina just mentioned, because I think it is, I'll speak for me personally, 
for someone who has anxiety, sometimes people who don't deal with that don't understand. Um, and it may not be the best counsel for you to seek um, because you don't want to be around people who make you feel like you are crazy or make you feel like you're overreacting or make you feel like. Or, or make yes. you feel like you're a burden to them. Yes. So I would say make sure that you are looking for that wise counsel. For me, the person I talk to the most is my mom, bless her heart. Um, I call her anytime of night, especially like Karina was saying when I'm spiraling and I can tell sometimes when I'm about to spiral into a whole anxiety thing. Um, and everybody needs someone. So if you don't have that someone, definitely use those helplines because Sometimes I know even for me, I've had situations where I've tried to explain to others what I'm feeling and it's not necessarily their fault, but they just don't understand. And sometimes I come away from the conversation, not in a better place, kind of feeling like worse or spiraling or even me and Karina were having a, another conversation about sometimes even people who um, their first reaction is fear. And for me as a person who deals with anxiety, if someone's already in a fear state, like I can't, <laughs> I can't talk to you because now I'm really going to spiral. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're already right. on 10 and I'm right. like on an eight and then I talk to you and now I'm on like a 12, we're just not, we're not good. And now we at now we at a hundred. We're at a hundred, right. We're at a hundred together. And no, who's going to bring me, who's going to bring us down? <laughs> we both get together. Like we're both stuck. So yeah, I would definitely say discernment guys, discern, discern, discern. And like, or have that person that you know you can go to. Like Courtney, like you have your mom. I have my mom. I have I have Courtney too. I will call Courtney. Yes. Will call Courtney. Courtney has been my Courtney has been my y'all don't understand. Courtney has been my ride and die. We used to work together. There were days where I <laughs> I used to be all over the place and she'd be like, Corinna? Corinna? And her nice, sweet, calm voice. But sometimes that was all I needed because I am a over the top, like very busy body person and sometimes all I need is somebody that is in a calm yes. space for me to be like okay sit get yourself together you know so if you know that you're in a space where okay I need to talk to somebody having your mind already mm -hmm. one or two people that you can contact and not to say those per people are, are always going to be available but you know in your mind and in your heart that those people are always going to support you so always have that rather than having to go down a whole Rolodex or like through your whole contest like right okay, I talk to her okay mm, nah nah she, she I think she on the same type of time I'm on right now so no and that can even make you more anxious too like yes I don't yes to to, but if you know like in the back of your mind you have at least two people you will be okay and at the bare minimum you have these contact numbers and, and yes I was about to say you got Jesus all, Take it to God first, because it's so crazy that sometimes I'm stressed about something or I'm just like, I'm not having a good day today. And I go and pray and somebody will reach out to me. And it's so crazy. It's like, God, you hear me or God, you see me. Pray so first. Absolutely. Pray first. Pray first. And then go and, and try to talk to somebody about it, because sometimes God is already working on your behalf, but he just wants to know that you are going to count and count on him first and not always put your your hope and reliance that is so true because there's been even with oh, i remember the first start this coronavirus i could be feeling so uplifted i would pray i would talk to you you would be encouraging talk to my mom talk to my boyfriend everybody's like yes everything's gonna be fine blah, blah, blah. and then i could talk to one other person <laughs> 
and they take the mood totally in a different direction and they're negative and they're whatever. So yes, pray because sometimes you can already be built up just from that, you know, alone. Um, because God does want us to go to him. I'm so glad you said that. Absolutely. Definitely pray first, seek him, get some scriptures. Um, and maybe we could even do an episode on that. Just things that we do to help us because there definitely are some things to do to kind of help yeah. you cope. I mean, I know we're running long, so we don't have time to talk today, but I definitely think we should share um, maybe maybe next week um, just, some, just some tips that we've used. But And I also wanted to say um, a shout out to my boyfriend, too, because me and him are very opposite in, in some ways. And in one way, I'm very thankful is because when I am spiraling, he doesn't deal with anxiety, um, not in the way that I do. So he's able to be a, a calm um, so when I'm like, oh my gosh, like my throat hurts. Do you think it's coronavirus? He's like, everything's not coronavirus. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> and he's, he's able to get me together in a loving way. So, um, so yeah, so definitely have that community, but always know you have God in your corner more, more than anyone else. Yes. God is your number one supporter, guys. Always remember that. He is your number one support. He will never withhold any good thing from you. And he will never purposely try to hurt you. Like, that's not God's God's way. No. He's not built like not. that. Well, friend, do you have anything else to share from your TED Talk? Or are you ready for us to, to move on to the next segment? Okay. Well, um, that brings us to our self-care and self-care gems of the week. I'm going to start us off with the self-care moment. Um, since we've been talking about mental health, um, you guys know I'm always looking for help when it comes to anxiety and things like that. So I signed up for Shine, um, the app. My friend Samantha was so sweet. She sent this to me back when coronavirus, like back in March. Um, it was telling me that it was a really good resource and I really do like it. And earlier this week, they sent me an email and I want to share it with you guys. They are introducing Shine for Anxiety. Um, it says anxiety is the number one challenge so many of us are facing in the wake of COVID-19, but you don't have to go alone. Um, we're kicking off Shine's first ever community series. Um, it's focused on giving the tools you need to navigate anxiety with support from therapists and Shine members from around the world. Um, think of it like a book club, but for your mental health. Um, you learn how to manage your anxiety with a new five-part audio series in the Shine app. Rooted in acceptance and commitment therapy. You get to reflect with journal prompts, connect with other members, and discuss what you have learned in an interactive virtual event. Um, so, of course, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, um, the Shine app is free. I will say that. The Shine app is free. However, to be a part of this anxiety series, it is $49.99. Um, but again, if it is a resource that you feel like you need, then definitely probably worth spending the money on. Um, they also have a place where you can just listen in the app for the five-part audio series and the access to over 600 meditations. Um, that's $29.99. Now, full disclosure, I am on the free version of Shine, um, but I did want to share in case some of you wanted to kind of dig deeper or have um, more information on anxiety and maybe things that can help you, especially during this COVID-19 time. So it's Shine, it's the app, S-H-I-N-E. Like I said, the app is free, of course, in order to get the premium things you do have to pay. Um, and this is their new anxiety series. So 
that is our self-care moment. That's amazing. I'm gonna have to check. Me that too. Out. I'm gonna have to get my coins together. Maybe I'll um <laughs> maybe I'll do the $29 <laughs> one and let you guys know how it is. So my soul care gym of the week sort of ties into Courtney's. Um, but for me, something that I've learned to do over the years and I've really started to get more consistent with is mm. gratitude journaling. So I write down three things that I am thankful for every morning right before I do my devotional and have my quiet time with God. And when I was like a couple years ago, when I told you guys I was dealing with anxiety and depression, I became very intentional on seeking out good things or seeking out God's blessings in each day. And so often we connect blessings with like monumental moments and blessings and gratitude can just come from simply saying like, I didn't think of a, a dark thought today or I didn't feel anxious today or God, I thank you that like, I noticed that the sun is shining a little bit brighter today. So write down three things that you're thankful for. And they're also saying that gratitude is very effective and that people who are grateful are happier, that um, they have a more balanced sense of mental health. And um, I think I was reading a while, a while ago that writing three things that you're thankful for down right before you go to bed at night for at least two to three weeks consistently can have the same effect as taking wow. antidepressants. Um, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a psychiatrist. So don't quote me on that. But I know for me and I know in my experience that when I write down what I'm grateful for, the next morning I'm like, oh, I'm excited to see what God is going to do today. So that elevates my gratitude um, for him. And it helps my mind. It already sets my mind to think in a positive space. I love that. Um, I think I shared before. Oh, that was probably in the other episode. <laughs> Um, about the gratitude journal that I have and that I used to be really good at writing in it and then I kind of fell off. Um, so I definitely think this is going to be something I'm going to try to do this week is write my three things that I am thankful for. And I haven't written this by Corinna. Hopefully you think it's okay too. Um, if you guys do it and would like to share the three things that you're thankful for sometime this week, Maybe if you're on Instagram, if you wouldn't mind, maybe you could use hashtag S-D-I-G-W, which is for She Did It God's Way Challenge. Um, and then, of course, tag us, She Did It God's Way. Um, and we would just love to see, you know, what you guys are thankful for or the fact that, you know, if you would like to share. Um, and, of course, you don't have to do it or you don't have to share your deepest, darkest ones. But um, if you would like to share with us, I would I would love to to see that positivity on my timeline as well. Um, but this is something I'm going to try to do this week. So hold me account accountable, Corinna. Yes. And actually, um, if you're not good with like writing down, I just like writing down things. Um, Erica Badu said something. It's, it's something about writing down something with a pen and paper and how like the power in actually doing that. So for me, I like to physically write down things. But there is also an oh, app okay. called Gratitude. So it's available on um, the App Store. And I believe it's also available for, um, I think it's like Android users also. And it already has the prompts for you and you're able to do it every day. So if you're not a paper and pen kind of girl like myself, 
that you can use this app where you can actually like you know type it in or if you don't want to download any more apps and you don't want your to day. all your um <laughs> your storage on your phone because i had to get extra storage on my phone because i'm just that kind of person but oh yeah perfect for the free just use your note app and the crazy thing is like when you put a date and stuff on your notes you're able to go back like over the like i have notes from 20 oh my goodness 2013 where I where I was writing down three things I was thankful for and it just helps you to see like oh my gosh right. I, I've come so far so you can use the gratitude app you can use paper and pencil and you can also or paper and pen and you can also use your notes on your phone and last thing is also when I do my gratitude journaling I started to incorporate this too into my gratitude journaling and I write a section that says Ooh, okay. thank him in advance so um Marvin Sapp has a song called Thank Thank Him in Advance. And I, I love that song. But for me, I think sometimes we get so caught up in the moment of things that we don't that we forget that God is also a future God. That God already has things planned out in our future. And so I've started to say, God, I thank you in advance for honestly, net right now. God, I thank you in advance for being able to praise you in church. Cause that's something I took for granted before. Like because of Rona and her going on tour, right. we can't go to church anymore. Or for the time being. So I, I I plant I plant miracle seeds in the future by saying, God, I thank you in advance for that. So don't just so write three things that you're thankful for each day and also write down at least one thing that you're thanking God in advance for. I love that. And basically you've already said there's no excuse because there's abs and pens and pencils and notes and all the things. So um hopefully you guys will join us. Join me in trying this week to be more diligent in that. Um I I'm excited. And if you do, like I said, feel free to tag us um, or not. It's, it's definitely up to you. But I, I think it'll be something good for all of us to kind of lift lift us up a little bit. Yes. Yes. We have to hold each other accountable and we have to continue to inspire and empower and encourage one another because we are a community. We are family here, y'all. Okay. So period. We love y'all. <laughs> period. Okay. <laughs> Insert city girls. <laughs> Okay, you guys, we're about to wrap up. Um, we don't have any Q&As, again, our second episode. But if you have any questions or you would like us to discuss something on the podcast, um, please email us at shedidigodsway at gmail.com. That is S-H-E-D-I-D-I-T-G-O-D-S-W-A-Y at gmail.com. Um, but I did want to share really quickly um, some apple pod love that we got um we've been asking you guys to rate and review and we have our first review and i just wanted to share it um it says this was so relatable it really is millennials trying to figure out christ in life can't wait until the next show and that was from teaching tammy so thank you thank you for the love thank you we appreciate it yes and we encourage you guys if you're listening on um apple podcast please show us some love um rate us comment um because that will get us even for more people to find us um so we appreciate it so i just wanted to show that love and hey we might even read it on the show right so yes and you never and in the future guys we're hoping to do some like giveaways and stuff like that so I mean, that's a little incentive too, not to say you got you got to do something to get something, but I'm just saying, like, we would really appreciate you guys' input because that will also help us to grow as podcasters because 
while we enjoy doing this, this podcast is not for us. Like I, the gift that God gave right. is not for us, but to give back. So we want this to be something that you guys are thoroughly enjoying. And so we want to know like what Absolutely. you guys think. Okay. All right. So I'm going to roll right into announcements in our prayer, in our prayer. We don't have any announcements this week. Um, but if you love the show, please consider writing a review, like we said, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or whatever listening platform that you're listening on. Um, also, share, share, share um, with your friends and your family. Um, somebody also tagged us on Instagram in their stories, and we thank you. I forgot her name, but if you're listening, thank you so much. I think it was Jesus, Jesus and Makeup, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so thank you also for that burn, 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 burn. on Instagram. And yes, and if you want to know more about She Did It God's Way, then follow our joint Instagram page at She Did It God's Way. And also follow myself on um, Instagram, Christian Under Construction. So it's Christian dot under. So it's the word under dot construction. So Christian dot the word under dot construction. And follow Courtney at the glow haven so the glow underscore haven again that is the glow underscore haven yeah please do all right y'all so we are going to wrap this up with some prayer so if all hearts and minds are clear let's go to our heavenly father um and before i start the prayer also if you would like for us to pray for you, um, please DM us on our Instagram page at she did it God's way or email us at she did it God's way. And guys, we will keep your prayers anonymous. We won't share your name. We won't share your business. That's not very Christ-like. We just want to um, just intercede on your behalf and just show you some love and support through prayer. So you can always contact us with your prayer requests. All right. So. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you first and foremost for bringing us through another week, Father. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for giving us this day, Father, that will lead us into a week of blessings, Father, a week of clarity, Father, a week of peace. Father, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for allowing us to have this platform, Father, to share our stories, Father, to connect with others, Father, who desire to love you, Father, who desire to live life your way, Father. Lord, I pray for anybody, Lord, that may be struggling with their mental health, who may be struggling with mental illness, Father. Lord, we know you are a Father, Lord, that sees everything, Father. There is no pain, there is no suffering that we don't feel that you don't feel, Father. So, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would just touch us, Father, and meet us at our needs. Father, Lord, I pray that you would give us peace, that you would give us understanding. Father, that you would give us clarity, that God, that you would give us courage to be able, Father, to seek help, Father, wherever you have planned for me here on this earth. Father, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would surround our listeners and our friends and our family, Father, with your love and support, Father. Lord, I pray right now that you would just shower down, Father, your love upon us, Father. Help us to always understand, Father, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, Father. Lord, help us to understand, Father, that when we are weak, Father, that we are strong in you. Father, Lord, activate the power of Christ within us, Father, to be able to speak things that are not as if though they were, Father. Lord, that when we feel when we feel sad, Father, we will speak that we are happy. Father, when we feel anxious, Father, we will say that we feel calm. Father, when we feel fearful, Father, that we will say that we feel confident. Father, Lord, we just pray, Lord, that everything that you have called us to be, Father, that we will, that we will be able to live that, Father, confidently. Father, help us to understand that whatever we've gone through, Father, what we will go through, Father, is nothing but a testimony, Father, 
and a message, Father, and a miracle in the making. Father, we thank you for who you are. And Lord, we just thank you for everything that you're going to do. Lord, we pray this prayer in accordance to your will, your way, and in your timing. In Jesus' holy Amen. and precious name we pray. Amen. All right. Amen. Thanks, you guys.